Are there times you feel your life isn't where you dreamed it would be? Do you wake up and feel like saying, I don't know if this routine is making me happy? Without the freedom to think and direct our own lives, other people do it for us. The point you start to feel off balance is tough. You question your own ability. This podcast will give you fascinating new perspectives, tools and methods from the greatest minds across the world. You'll become part of a global community, meeting people on a journey to invest in themselves first. These perspectives and tools will show you how to unlock your freedom of thought and become the master of your own life. So, let's get started. Welcome to The Shea Show. This is the leading podcast to help you learn incredible new perspectives and become the master of your own life. You can connect with Shay at Shay-Doran.com. For now, open your mind, be present. It's time to begin a new journey to your self-directed life. You got this. Yes, good morning, good afternoon. Thank you for being here. Let's get straight into it. It's the final week of January. So we finish the month on a huge topic, confidence, how confidence can be learned. Is there something you wish you could do that you just don't feel quite confident enough? Has lack of confidence stopped you from being heard or putting yourself out there? Today, I'll be sharing what confidence is, why a lack of it prevents most people doing most things, and what you can do to start learning confidence. Let's begin with defining what exactly confidence is and the dangerous impact a lack of confidence has on our day-to-day lives. The feeling or belief that one can have faith or rely on something or someone. That's the dictionary definition of confidence. The feeling or belief that one can have faith or rely on something or someone. So this is about trust and familiarity. Trust is the faith part. To have faith in someone means you trust them. Or to have faith in something means that you trust it. Familiarity is the rely part. For something to have reliability, you feel familiar with it. Confidence is a feeling built on trust and familiarity. Is it something that you're born with? We'll get to that part shortly. If we're talking today about how to learn confidence then it's important for us to take a step back to understand what space we're in before that learning happens. And that space is lack of confidence. How does lack of confidence show up? Of course, you have this gut feeling of being unsure. We're all familiar with that feeling. We know it well. Though let's look a bit deeper than that. What does lack of confidence actually do? What impacts does it have? 
For a start, it makes you afraid to take on new challenges because you fear you won't be able to overcome them. Think about something that you've really wanted to try. You know you want to do it, though you're convincing yourself otherwise, holding yourself back. Though in your mind, you always think about it, you dream about it, you see yourself doing it and loving it. It could be traveling, starting a new career, quitting your current job, making a big lifestyle change. You feel yourself wanting to do it, though somehow you always find a way to say no. That's one example, being afraid to take on new challenges. Another, you think you'll look stupid or be a failure, so you say no, which leads you to feeling you aren't confident or wishing you were more like them. Picture in your mind a time when someone has offered you to do or try something. You say no, though straight after in your mind you're thinking, Oh, I wish I'd said yes. I really want to try that. Shall I still say yes? I can't now because I've said no. It could be big things like a bungee jump, adventure sports, right through to stuff like getting on the dance floor, trying food or drink you haven't tried before, taking the mic at a karaoke and going for it. You stop yourself from doing it because you think you will look stupid. Or make a fool of yourself. And let me tell you, in those situations, nobody really cares. A final example. Lack of confidence makes you become hard and critical on yourself, though lenient on others. Even in a similar situation. Imagine a time, let's say at work, when you ran a meeting or you presented, it could even actually be a hobby that you have. You do it and you notice a fault in yourself or you didn't do it exactly how you wanted to. You then go into this zone of being overcritical on yourself, wishing that you could be better. Though if somebody else did the same thing and said to you, they weren't happy with how they performed, your feedback would be so much more constructive, focused way more towards the positives, and you wouldn't see it as a big deal. But you can see you treat yourself completely differently. Usually you find that you're not giving constructive feedback and it's just these harsh criticisms. Treating yourself differently makes you begin to believe that you have a lack of confidence. Now, confidence peaks and dips as we grow. When we're younger, most of us feel ready to take on the world. We dream and believe we can do anything and become anything. And I've spoken about in many previous episodes how other factors in your life quite quickly begin to impact and make you doubt or question yourself. You can certainly see that over time, people become more focused on protecting and maintaining their ground, you know, what you own. That could mean a job, a car, a house, a lifestyle, your family. Your ground becomes this 
tight circle of comfortability with all the stuff inside it that you want to keep. And you focus more on maintaining that rather than pursuing new ground or trying new ideas to expand the circle, to step outside of the circle. Imagine when you were younger, through to your early 20s, all of the different activities, jobs, places, clothes, friendships you had, all of that variety. Now picture your late 20s onwards. What happens to this variety? It starts to feel a bit more stuck and rigid. Have you become more comfortable and tightened this circle? Tightening the circle means reducing your amount of learning. And in turn, this means stunting your growth. Stunting your growth leads to a lack of confidence because quite simply you're not trying as many new things. Now, I just want to say I'm not obsessed with circles. <laughs> just go with me on this because I'm about to say it again. Picture a new circle this time with an arrow going around it clockwise. At the top, at the peak, you have confidence through trying and learning. So picture that. The circle says confidence through trying and learning at the top. Then you follow the arrow down to the right. Halfway on that circle, you have restricted learning. Then you follow it down to the bottom, you have restricted growth. Then up to the left, you have lack of confidence. So it's this circle that goes round from confidence because you're trying and learning through to restricted learning. You're not trying and learning as much. And then that leads down to restricted growth, which then leads to lack of confidence. To get back from lack of confidence up to that top of the circle, confidence, you have to try and learn new things. I wondered if I could share a personal example with you. Do you remember the PlayStation fight game Tekken? Loved that game. <laughs> Me and my sister would play and it would gradually always lead to someone pushing the controls harder and harder and usually finishing with one of us storming out of the room really pissed off. For those of you who love that game, you'll remember there was a character called Eddie Gordo, and his fighting style is capoeira, which originated from Brazil. I love that style of movement. Since playing Tekken, that's where I first saw it. Three weeks ago, I started capoeira classes, and before going there, I was thinking, oh man, I'm going to look stupid. This is going to be tough. What if I can't do it? What if everyone else there is a pro? Of course I had those thoughts. Though I also knew it was silly to put pressure on myself and expect myself to immediately pick it up. I'd never tried it before. So what happened? I went and I returned. And last night was lesson six, and I'm loving it. There are people there at all different levels, and nobody cared that I was screwing up. They all knew that feeling. But it took me actually trying and taking action 
to move past that feeling of uncomfortability. So we're now clear on how lack of confidence shows up. Though how does it actually come about? How do we get to the point of feeling lacking in confidence? Because it doesn't appear out of nowhere. And if we're to understand how to learn confidence today, it's important to also become familiar with why lack of confidence happens in the first place. Your life experiences, for a start, life experiences can deal very real lows and highs to your confidence levels, not just in childhood, though throughout your entire life. And science proves that experiences such as trauma, including abuse, bullying, harassment, can seriously affect confidence levels. And also parenting style, race, sexuality, gender, all contribute to your conscious and unconscious highs and lows, your experience of the world. So that's one way that lack of confidence comes about. Another, we're also not really taught that much about confidence, are we? It's more of a figure it out for yourself, an unspoken craft. Do you remember lessons in school on self-confidence? No? I don't either. The best most of us could hope for is a parent that installed self-confidence and belief Even better if they told you what confidence actually was. And this lack of teaching means you end up believing that in order to show confidence, you have to fully feel it. You believe that feeling is something you either have or don't. Not true. You find yourself thinking or saying, I wish I could be as confident as her, or he's a lot more confident than me. And what about genetics? Confidence is learnt, though it would also be wrong to say genetics doesn't play a part. It does. Science has found that at least 25% of the confidence-boosting chemicals that we feel are inherited. In some people, they are just naturally producing more of those chemicals compared to others. And lucky for you if you're in that category. Though I will say it's not such a disproportionate amount for you to rule yourself out of the game if you don't have that genetic privilege, let's say. Finally, media. Are you familiar with hearing or seeing adverts like this? These are a few that I could think of. Are you tired of being tired Are you wondering how you're going to get by this month? Are you still working that nine to five? These are a few real examples that came to my mind straight up. And it makes you feel like you're missing out. Or it makes you create a problem that suddenly you start thinking about. Even though you've never really thought about it before. So these messages can put a dent in your confidence and subliminally make you think... My life isn't exciting. I wish I could be like that. And those thoughts usually make you feel bad at yourself. They're wasteful. Media, parenting, life experiences, 
these all create your beliefs. Your beliefs are how you view the world based on your experiences. And in turn, your beliefs create your actions. You can see this means confidence is not something fixed. It's the outcome of thoughts and actions. As Drake says, started from the bottom, now we're here. Whatever skill it may be, you start from the bottom and the rest is learned. You try something new, through repetition, you begin to trust yourself more. And those initial feelings of uncomfortability and not being sure and feeling unconfident, well, they start to fall away. You think, I can do this. It wasn't as hard as I thought. It was challenging, though I enjoyed it. So you continue. And by continuing, you become familiar. And remember what we said at the start, trust and familiarity equals confidence. I read a great message I'd love to share with you. It beautifully puts things into perspective. If things work out, then you know you can do more than you think. If things don't work out, you know you can handle more than you think. Either way, you're better off. Either way, you are better off for taking action. It's so true. Where does this bring us to? Enough proof that confidence can be learned? I hope you believe the answer is now yes. Let's be real. Does confidence require taking a risk? Yes. Does confidence require vulnerability? Absolutely. And most of all, it requires action. Those three, risk, vulnerability and action, are needed to push you past your own ego barriers that stop you. No one is born automatically great at something. Genetics influence part of it, as we see. The rest is down to partly your life experiences and mostly taking action, actually trying it and giving yourself time to see if you like it enough to keep going. And if not, then on to the next thing. A great example of how confidence can be learned actually came from the inspiration for this episode. I was on a webinar with Deborah Francis White, who's known as the Guilty Feminist. She described how she'd learned confidence in dancing. Deborah had wanted to dance for ages and then during lockdown started some online classes. And she described going from feeling so awkward and robotic with her dance moves to a sense of flow and rhythm over a few months. In her words, Now, am I going to become the next lead in Swan Lake? No, though my confidence has majorly improved. So you can see this all started with action. In your adult years, where you're fully responsible for your own life, lack of confidence comes through inaction. Confidence is learnt through action. You have to get things done to feel it. 
If you're in lockdown or life is still mainly virtual, I have to say you're looking at the perfect time to practice something new. It's the moment right now. Anything that you want to try is now online. Singing, playing an instrument, dancing, public speaking, pitching. You don't even have to be in the same room as people. And that hasn't happened before in the past, the way it's happening right now. Yes, that brings us to the action for today's episode. Close your eyes for a moment and picture what is the one thing you'd love to try? Picture it in your mind now. What words are you seeing? From this moment, it's time to stop making excuses. It's time to stop finding things to fill the time or feeling too nervous about what other people may think. It's time to put your ego aside and try it. Today's topic has shown that with continual practice, you will get better. And that means becoming more confident. And that even if you decide it's not for you, either way, you're still better off. So picture that thing you really want to try. Have you got it? And I want you to go and put one hour in the diary this week to research classes or videos for it and one hour to do it. However you want to schedule is up to you. And whether this is a YouTube video, a live class, a class in person, a free class, a paid for class, it doesn't matter. One hour in the diary to research it, one hour in the diary to do it. And then see how you feel. I cannot wait to hear. And if you find that you enjoy it, put more time in. An hour each week to keep going throughout February and see where you get to. I'm going to join in on this too. Mine is singing. I'd love to feel like I can sing better and have more control over my notes. I have an hour in this Friday to research a coach on YouTube and another on Sunday to do it. I'm just going to watch the videos in my own space and practice singing. So we do this together. Instagram, you'll find me at underscore Shadoran. Let's share our embarrassing moments or breakthrough moments. So remember, from this week, confidence can and is 100% learnt. Confidence is learnt. And that learning comes from action. Go and do what makes you happy. This is your life. That's it for this week. Which one person comes to mind that would thank you for hearing this episode? Hit share on your podcast platform and send it on to them. Thank you from me for doing that. Next week, it's time to celebrate. You have achieved many great moments in your life, bringing you to this point of us connecting. It's time that we celebrate that. Easy preparation. Think of one to three things you're really proud of achieving over the last couple of years and bring that, whether it's written down or in your mind, to next week. I can't wait to see you then and to celebrate with you. Thank you and love you all.
Go to Shay-Doran.com to connect with Shay and find out more about becoming a Group X member. 